Welcome to the Program Yourself Thin Podcast with your host, Jim Katsoulis. I'm gonna show you how to master your weight once and for all. Start using powerful mindset-focused strategies to lose weight and live in the body of your dreams. Tune in each week for new episodes. Hey, this is Jim Katsoulis with the Program Yourself Thin Podcast. And today I wanna talk to you about exercise versus activity uh, for weight loss. So before we get into that, I wanna kind of reset the frame that we're going to be talking within because this only makes sense when we start thinking longer term. Now, I'm always reminding people to think longer term when it comes to weight loss because if you think about it, every single weight loss marketing message that you've seen in your life, right? There might be hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of them. Every single one of them is about how fast you can lose weight. And it starts to become like anytime we think about weight loss, it's like, okay, how fast can I do it? And then if fast is the most important thing, we tend to choose the most extreme plans, right? And so that might be the most extreme diet or the most extreme workout, you know? And so I want to give you an alternative way to think about this that may be more comfortable and enjoyable for you. So the next thing I want to talk about is a lot of times when it comes to motivation for weight loss, people struggle, you know? And so you may have experiences, you may have seen someone where they're obsessed with a number, like you got a number in your head, but it's like you never reach it. And there's just, it just seems like there's not the motivation to make it happen. What I suggest to you is that you make the weight loss secondary, okay? And you focus instead on improving the quality of your life. You make that the main focus because if you start becoming the person who you truly want to be, if you make this about personal development, about self-improvement, the weight loss tends to follow naturally anyways, okay? Um, So this is about focusing on how you can feel better, how you can start to feel better about yourself, shift your identity, shift your self-image, and become the person who you truly want to be. And if you look at it this way, you're going to find that there's a much deeper well of motivation that you can tap into, okay, that you really need, right? Because weight loss is a challenge, you know? So we need as much motivation as possible. And exclusively focusing on the weight a lot of times just isn't enough, okay? So make this about improving the quality of your life. And then this exercise versus activity debate will will make a lot more sense. Uh, Next thing is that if you give yourself a bit more time and you choose more reasonable strategies to make it happen, to make your weight loss happen, and you make this about improving the quality of your life, this can actually be fun and easy. You can make weight loss enjoyable. And if you figure out how to make weight loss enjoyable, not only is it easier to lose the weight, but more importantly, you're able to maintain it. And that's the real goal here, is not just to lose weight as quickly as we can, it's to create a lifestyle and a way of being where we maintain and live at that weight for the rest of our lives. That's the ultimate goal. So in order to do that, when it comes specifically to activity versus exercising, what I would suggest is that you focus on consistency over intensity. And again, this goes right to the heart of our our, our initial intuitions or inclinations are to pick the most intense extreme plan because we believe that's going to give us the fastest results. You know, and, and we're all susceptible to it. I remember, I don't know, it was maybe like five or 10 years ago now, but I remember doing the Insanity. Uh, that was a program. They used to have the infomercials on it. And it was, it was Insanity. It was this crazy cardio workout. And, you know, I did it for about a month and it, it felt really good while I was doing it. I was kind of, I was getting some results and it was going pretty good, but then I hurt myself. <laughs> and so I find a lot of times, a lot of times, my clients, they have done some intense exercise routine that has led to their injury. And once they got injured, they just kind of gave up on the whole thing, right? They kind of fell off the wagon, just got discouraged and, and the whole thing stopped, okay? So what I'm suggesting is if you're having trouble getting yourself started on an exercise routine or you just don't want to do it, 
focus on consistency. What is something, even if it's little, again, everything's relative. Where are we starting at? Um, what's something you can do that you can be consistent with and work to build up over time as opposed to just trying to jump in with the most intense thing that you can think of, okay? And as we get into this debate, I want to remind you, while we're talking about burning calories here through activity or exercising, I want to remind you that your weight is really controlled by your calorie consumption, okay? And so I always like to say that your eating controls your weight, your exercising activity controls your shape, okay? And this is just a mathematical um, you know, fact here that, you know, it's, it's very easy. I mean, you can consume a thousand calories in a few minutes, whereas to burn those thousand calories off would take you a few, many hours, you know, of intense work. So mathematically, you're going to get way more bang for your buck by focusing what you put in your mouth than how much exercise you can do. Okay. Typically. And so, um, let's kind of get into it. And before we do, I just want to give you some definitions of what I'm using. And I don't know if these are scientific, but again, I, w- I want to just make the distinction between exercise and activity because a lot of times people just think, oh, if I'm going to lose weight, I have to exercise and they don't want to do it. And so they put all the weight loss off. So I don't want you to do that anymore. And so exercise, in my opinion, is basically intense physical effort. And again, if you're starting from zero, intense physical effort can seem like one of the most unappealing things ever. All right. So basically, we're talking about like kind of weightlifting, running, intense cardio, um, you know, again, just intense, intense activities. And there's lots more than that. Um, An activity, I'm talking about mild to moderate physical activity. Okay, so just getting your body moving. And we're talking about things like walking, dancing, gentle yoga, golfing, swimming, you know, things of that nature, things that are simpler. And of course, you can take swimming and make that exercise as well, depending on how you do it. So, you know, the, the same thing, swimming, for example, could be an exercise or it could be an activity depending on how you approach it and the mindset that, that you go at it with it. Okay, but we're going to dissect that a little. So when we talk about exercising, let's talk about the pros and the cons to it. And we'll start with the cons. Um, the, the first thing I think, and I think this is obvious, and you probably know this, is the amount of energy it takes, right? So if you haven't been exercising, obviously, okay, I want to do you know, a half hour every day or an hour of intense exercise every day. Uh, it's going to take a lot of energy you know, th- to make that happen. And a lot of people don't want to do that, okay? And so, again, if you're one of those people who doesn't want to do that or hasn't been able to get yourself to do it, Again, I want to. My goal here is to give you some alternatives. There are other alternatives that you have. Uh, inconvenience, right? So it can be inconvenient, right? Maybe if you feel like if you got to go to the gym to do it, you know, there's travel time, there's changing, there's the, the time factor. Uh, so it can be inconvenient. Okay, that that, that is something that's real. Uh, increased hunger. This is really important to understand because uh, if you start exercising intensely, what's happening is, especially like like if you're weightlifting. You're, you're tearing the muscles down and they need to rebuild, okay? If you exercise in an intense way, you use up lots of energy and then your body says, let's eat, okay? And so it's very important because there's something called the licensing effect that affects a lot of people when they start exercising and they work out for an hour, maybe they burn 500 calories and then their mind, when they're tempted later on in the day, they say, oh, it's fine if I do that because I already worked out today. And almost... Without exception, our minds think we've burned more calories than we did, and we so so okay. We we overestimate the amount of calories we burn when we exercise, and we typically underestimate the amount of calories when we make food choices. Okay, so we want to be aware that if you start exercising, understand that you are most likely going to be hungrier, quickly following it. Okay, so just be aware of that. Um, an increased risk of injury, you know, obviously. And so this is especially true 
when I, I see this all the time when people they go from kind of zero or just a low level workouts that they typically do, and this ad said I want to lose weight, and they they pick you know some activity that's that's six, seven, eight levels higher. And again, that obviously dramatically increases your risk of injury. Okay. Um, and the next one is discomfort. And this kind of just, this comes with it. Right. And so I'm not saying this is bad, but it is something else to, to consider because if you're in a situation in life where you're kind of at the end of your rope, right? Like, like everything's kind of stressing you out, you're tired, you have lots of responsibilities going on to all of a sudden start exercising, to get yourself to do it takes a bit of energy. Um, but then also understand that there is some discomfort, right? So there's, uh, they call it DOMS, right? Delayed onset muscle soreness, right? If you start working out or even if you, if you start weightlifting or even if you start doing intense cardio, you know, you might feel great the next day, but then a lot of times what will happen is your body will get sore. The muscles aren't used to this. They're rebuilding, they're repairing. And that discomfort in your body can affect your moods, okay? So again, I'm not saying this to discourage you, you understand? I think it's it's makes sense to go into this with your eyes open about what you could expect, right? And you may or may not experience all of these, but these are very, very common. And so even if you want to exercise, you want to do this, it helps to be prepared for these things, okay? So if you start to get discomfort, it's not a shock. It's, it's not, you know, because your body's broken. It's, it's because, again, your muscles are just getting used to the new level of activity, okay? And they're going to take some time to kind of calibrate and, and get used to this, all right? Um, the other thing though, is that let's talk about, actually, before we get to that, let me just talk one other quick con there. Sometimes when we're uncomfortable in our body, that can also trigger more eating, right? It triggers emotional eating. When we're uncomfortable and everything's kind of sore, it uses up the energy in our body. It kind of depletes us. And a lot of times we can go for the food to make ourselves feel better, to distract ourselves from the discomfort. Okay. Just something to keep in mind, but let's talk about the pros. Okay. So the pros of exercising is that you burn more calories, right? That's the big one. And so, um, again, if you don't start consuming more food and again, you're going to get signals to eat more food, right? Our body, the, the law of the land is homeostasis. Our body is always looking to balance out our calories. That's what our body and our brain are working to do. So even though you want to lose weight and consume less calories, your body's basically its job is just like a thermostat. It's looking to keep that, that calorie intake right where it's been. Okay, so as soon as you start using up more energy, a lot of times you're gonna get a signal to eat more food to replenish that energy. Okay, so yes, we do burn more calories when we exercise, but you got to be careful not to sabotage your results by consuming the equivalent amount of calories. Okay, (laughs) because if you burn a thousand calories and you consume an extra thousand calories, again, you're at the same spot. There's no calorie deficit. Okay, Um, the other pro is that you build more muscle. Now, this is really good because this becomes, this starts to change the composition of your body. Now, a lot of times people overstate this change though. So yes, muscle burns more calories than fat does while we're resting. Okay, so that is true. But again, I I wish I had the number. I should have looked this up. But the amount of muscle you need to build to burn a substantial amount of calories is, is a lot. Okay, so in a lot of cases, in most cases, the muscle you build the amount of calories that that's going to burn is going to be negligible. All right. So I just want to make that clear, but building muscle is helpful in a lot of other ways. Again, it makes you feel stronger. It can help mobility. Um, it can increase your confidence. It does burn more calories at rest. So that's definitely a positive as well. It starts to change the shape of your body. Okay. Which is what a lot of people are after, but remember, uh, you can, you know, again, we all have abdominal muscles. (laughs) The problem is we got layer of fat over them. Okay. So we can build up muscle, but what 
is ultimately going to dictate whether you're have that look that you may be going for, again, is always comes down to the body fat percentage. Okay, so keep that in mind. Um, increased self-esteem. Okay, so I know, again, when I was doing that insanity workout, I definitely felt good about myself. I, I was very, I was proud that I was doing this, this challenging workout. Um, you know, it was changing my self-image. I'm more active, I'm more agile, I'm more athletic. You know what I mean? So all of that stuff was great. Now, I will say there was a, a downside to that when I hurt myself, right? When my knees started really hurting and I had to stop, I kind of lost a lot of that. You know what I mean? So that's a double-edged sword. It's a razor's edge exercising, I find, for a lot of people. And again, I'm talking about intense activity. We get ourselves fired up to do it, and it's great when we're doing it. But the second, again, we get hurt a little bit or we get a little off track, um, you know, the self-esteem piece, it, it's a razor's edge. You know, so if we're doing it intensely, we're really excited about it. But as soon as we stop, there's kind of like the blowback of that. Okay, so be aware of that. But again, it is a pro. When we're exercising hard, uh, it does. It changes our self-esteem. It changes our self-image and our identity. And there's a big boost there. Um, increased metabolism. Again, definitely. Because, again, you're, you're, you're burning the energy. You're changing your body's composition when you're exercising in more intense ways. Uh, when you're doing more cardio, again, you're still building muscle. You are bringing more oxygen into your body. You know, that helps your body operate more efficiently. So there is an increased metabolism there. Again, don't want to overstate it. it it's not enough uh, that, that, again, you, you still need to maintain a caloric deficit. Okay, that's what's going to lead to weight loss. Um, but it does increase metabolism and more energy. And I say eventually there because, again, there's a, there's a calibration period there. So a lot of times I find when people start exercise programs or workout programs that are on the, you know, the, the, the intense end of the spectrum, at first they're, they're, they might be a little bit more tired, right? Their body needs more time to recover. But what ends up happening is that you end up getting used to that level of exercising and your body gets, again, and this, I think to me, this is one of the biggest benefits of exercising is your body learns to repair itself quicker and it, and it does. Um, your body genuinely changes, your immune system builds up and you start to get more energy, okay? You get used to doing these workouts and you're not depleted afterwards. You, you have more energy afterwards, right? Because your body starts working at a higher level, okay? So I think that's a great, and that kind of gets to the next level here, where you reach a peak fitness, right? Your, your peak level of fitness that's of, of your potential, your, your potential peak fitness, you, you need to exercise in order to achieve that. Okay. Um, because again, you're, you're stressing your muscles and you're training them to recover quickly. Okay. So again, I don't want to sound, I know up till here, I sounded like, Hey, exercise is a net negative. I don't believe that, but I do believe that, uh, exercise needs to be done in its proper place. And I think to just start off with an intense exercise, let's face it. A lot of times people have had this experience or they've seen others experience this. Okay. And so what I'm trying to do is validate your experience that you're not alone. You're not crazy. You're not weak. There's not anything wrong with you. If your experience of exercise was what I described. Okay. But if you stick with exercise, if you maintain it and are able to keep going with it again, there's a, there's a real positive to it that you will reach your, your peak fitness level. Okay. Um, but let's get into activity. Let's talk about activities for a moment. So let's start with the cons again, right? So the, the big con is that you're going to burn less calories, right? When you're doing less, less impactful physical, um, you know, effort, you're going to burn less calories with it. Okay. But again, remember that your weight loss really comes down to what you're putting in your mouth much, much more. I mean, percentage wise, I'll throw like 80% of it's what you're putting into your mouth, right? 90% of it's what you're putting in your mouth. Um, you know, and the rest of it is, you know, uh, what, 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 how you move in your body. 
uh, a slower effect on metabolism, right? Okay, when you are doing lower level activities, uh, it does have less of an effect on your metabolism. It's not going to change as, as, as intensely. But again, what matters most is what you put in your mouth. Um, less muscle building. You're not going to build as much muscle when you're doing these low impact things, right? If you're not, if you're not stressing the muscles and, and, and um, you know, ripping them up and then building them back up, you're going to let, build less muscle. And muscle building is important. And it gets increasingly more important as you get older, okay? So I want to be crystal clear that I think building muscle is important for, for your functional life as you get older, um, but it doesn't mean you have to start there. Again, so again, I'm, I'm kind of speaking to people that are on the, the zero to low level activity level right now, okay? Um, you lose weight slower. And again, I put a question mark next to this because... You may or may not. Again, it comes down to what you put in your mouth. So if you take the, and this was my strategy, when I lost weight, I lost 50 pounds and I did not exercise at all. I, I, at that point, I hated exercising. I didn't want to exercise. I said to myself, I hate exercising. I don't want to do it. I said, I want to put all that energy I would have put into exercising, which was a lot. I'm going to put it into mastering my eating. Okay. If you do that, you won't lose weight slower. You lose weight just as quick. But Again, if you want to lose weight as fast as possible, again, you're going to do all of these things, right? You're going to control what you're putting in your mouth and you're going to burn more calories, okay? So um, again, I say lose weight slower there, but that's not, that's not a guarantee because it depends on what you put in your mouth, all right? So let's talk about the pros of, of activity. And this is what I love, especially for people that are starting out or, or you're starting with an injury, right? Maybe you injured yourself. Maybe you just haven't worked out in a long time. Um, maybe you're dealing with a lot of weight and, and exercising is very uncomfortable for you or, or not possible. Okay. So activity is, cause what I want to point out is that activity is extremely valuable. A lot of times people say, well, if I can't exercise, then I'll just, I'm not gonna think about it. Activity is hugely powerful. The first thing is that it's easier to maintain. Okay. That's really, really important that because again, when we start thinking, remember I said earlier, we want to start thinking long-term. Okay. So if we think long-term, we don't have to take such drastic actions because the time is going to make up for the effort that we're putting in. Okay. So it's easier to maintain activities. It's easier to be consistent, right? Because again, if you don't dread it, I, I see this all the time with people with the exercising is they dread going to the gym for whatever reasons. And if you dread something, it's hard, you, you know, it takes a lot of willpower to get yourself to do it. And that willpower takes energy. And that's energy you could be spending on, you know, meal planning or making better food choices. Okay. Um, increase self-esteem. Okay. So here's what's interesting. Your self-esteem, so much of what increases it is dependent on kind of your mindset. And so, yeah, if you do like a really intense exercise program and you stick with it for the next year, that would probably be the peak self-esteem, sure. But would you be able to do that? And a lot of people, the answer is no. Okay, so I want to point out that what really increases your self-esteem is sticking with something. More than anything else, you know, is sticking with it and getting some results. And so with activity, I think a lot of people overlook this. If you find something that resonates with you and, and feels good, and I'll give an example. For me, I, I remember when I said, I want to lose weight and I hate exercise. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to focus on the eating. But right around the same time, what I started doing is I started doing yoga. And it was a very, very gentle yoga. I mean, I practically, it, it's burning no calories. I mean, I'm basically sitting on a floor just stretching. So it's, it's, it's almost not even activity. But it helped me in a lot of other ways. And one of the key ways it did is it changed my self-image. I started, you know, after a month, after a couple months, after a couple years, 
it starts to make you think about yourself differently. And your self-image and your identity have a huge impact on your behaviors. So yes, you're burning less calories by focusing on lower impact activities, but you're making it easier to be maintain it, easier to be consistent. And that starts to change how you think about yourself, okay? And has some other benefits as well. Um, it does increase metabolism. Now, what I'm talking about here is, again, everything's relative. So yes, really, really, really intense exercise is gonna increase your metabolism, burn calories the most, but it's harder to stick with it. Activity is gonna increase your metabolism, burn more calories than no activity. <laughs> and a lot of people, myself included sometimes, can be at the zero activity level, you know? So again, in our minds, we say, oh, I should be. And again, it, it comes back to the idea that don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. And we say, well, if I, if I'm, I can't exercise, then forget it. It's very easy to be all or nothing with weight loss and, ex- and working out. Um, but if you can stick with an activity where there used to be none, that's gonna boost your metabolism and burn calories, okay? So again, we can't just compare everything against perfection and crazy workouts. We also have to recognize, well, have you been doing absolutely nothing? Because <laughs> if you've been doing absolutely nothing, then any activity is gonna be a benefit and be helpful. Um, and more energy, again, same point. If you've been doing no activity to start walking every day for 15 minutes, is gonna give you more energy. Okay, you start getting your body moving, you start taking more oxygen in, and um, you start using your body the proper way. Um, more fun, okay? And this is, I think, one of the key ones. Remember how I said weight loss can be easy and fun? The secret is to find ways of eating that are fun for you. Again, we'll talk about that in another, another lesson. But when it comes to moving your body, it's coming up with activities that you enjoy doing, right? Like the idea of dancing or taking on a martial art or going for a walk or hiking, See, a lot of times with exercising, it's, it's just like a physical thing, right? And so I, I did a series one time called The Elite Bodies where I talked to, you know, really just elite trainers, fitness trainers and nutritionists. And a lot of times the bodybuilders and the, and the fitness people, they would go in and work out, but they would basically just want to disassociate. They want to just pop their brain right out of their body while they were doing it. <laughs> they would listen to crazy music, just get themselves fired up. And, and it was just like they just wanted their body to do it. And they were very disassociated. Okay, I'm not saying all of them, but, but a lot of them just wanted to get the work done and they were disassociated. What I'm suggesting, and I stumbled onto this because for, for me, when I exercised, it was just boring, okay? When I started doing yoga, I started bringing, again, it's a mindfulness-based activity. And so I was very connected to my body when I was doing it. And that made all the difference in the world. When I studied martial arts, again, there was a, I, my brain was connected to the activity. I was thinking about, I was moving my body in ways um, golfing and sports in general can be like that, okay? So when we bring in our brain or we bring competition or a skill level where we're improving, a lot of times that can make the activity a lot more enjoyable and fun than, than just doing the exercise where we get on the Stairmaster, we just wanna you know, get it over with, okay? So remember that, look for things that you can be more engaged with, okay? And so um, yeah, having it be fun is really helpful. So here's what to do next, the next steps. What I want you to do is I want you to think about, you know, what's best for where you're at now, okay? So again, this is a big theme of mine that you're the boss here. You're the one who decides what you're going to do. So, so again, don't let the perfect be enemy of the good. Where are you at? If you're starting from zero, let's just get to five or 10 first, right? Not, not try to get to 90 to, to 100. Again, this takes that mindset of thinking long term, right? But what's best for where you're at right now, right? And again, you're the only one that can answer this. 
And so you can go into activity or exercise. And by the way, even with the exercising, if, if you want to build up muscle and you want to you know, work out bodybuilding wise, um, you can, you know, you can start with, with simple things. You, you see what I mean? So again, it's almost more of a philosophy of starting, almost looking at things as a spectrum as opposed to going right to the most intense part. Okay. But what's best for where you're at right now, right? An activity or, or doing some harder form of exercise. Okay. Um, what supports a healthier lifestyle for you? Okay. So again, what's going to work for you? If, if going to the gym is what you say you're going to do, um, is that what you want to do right now? Right. If you, if you work and you get home at six o'clock at night and you're saying, well, I gotta go to the gym and, and you feel yourself resisting that, not wanting to do it, then you should rethink it. Find something that feels easy for you to be able to do. Okay. Um, what supports a healthier lifestyle for you though? What makes you feel good right from the beginning? Okay, ask that question to yourself. Think about it. What's going to be sustainable as you get older? Okay, so again, this was a very important question for me. The insanity workout was not sustainable for me. Right? Someone else might have different knees. Maybe it's sustainable for them. You see, so again, what I'm trying to say here is you have to make these decisions for your body and your situation, okay, and your goals, what you're looking to achieve. But what's going to be sustainable as you get older? Because one of the worst thoughts we can have in our mind is that, well, I'll be able to do this, you know, maybe in five, 10 more years. Because then unconsciously what's happened is, we say, well, after those 10 years, we kind of imagine, oh, our weight's just going to, we're just going to get overweight or we're just going to lose our health. Okay, so I'm telling you, again, thinking that long term is have at least a couple activities or exercise programs that you know in your mind you'll be able to do forever, even if you have to modify them. It's very, very helpful. You want to be thinking, how can I maintain my weight and my health at the level I want till my last breath on earth. You want to start thinking, that's what I'm talking about, that ultimate time frame is for the rest of your life. That's where the magic is. That's when you really start tapping into a deeper intelligence and a deeper motivation, okay? So what's going to be sustainable for you? Right? Maybe dancing, right? Martial arts, tennis, right? These lifelong sports, yoga, okay? Walking, hiking, bodybuilding, Okay, so, so there's lots of them that are um, sustainable, but I want you to think about for yourself what is going to be sustainable. And if you feel like it's not, find something else. Which one helps you eat better? Okay, so I like this because, you know, I mentioned yoga is what I came up with. So there was zero calorie burning from my yoga that I was doing. Okay, but how yoga absolutely transformed my weight then and for the next 25 years so far, and I know for the rest of my life, is this it made me more connected to my body. And I always say that there's a story that one of the, the profound moments in my life, I used to do yoga at night and I would do it around 10 o'clock at night before I went to bed for about an hour. And I remember one night I'd eaten a big meatball grinder, a large meatball grinder, probably around seven o'clock. And I remember I was just sitting there doing my things, watching TV, hanging out. And I was like, okay, time to do yoga. I went and got in that dark room that was quiet and I sat with my body. Three hours later, I was like, I can't do yoga. I'm stuffed like that. I, I, I'm uncomfortable. And I was shocked. I'd never thought of that. My whole life I've been overeating and not aware of the effect it had on my body until that moment. And so in that sense, yoga made me more connected to my body in the effect that the foods I was eating had on them. Nothing to do with weight, by the way. It had to do with how I felt. And I realized when I ate that large meatball grinder, I was kind of out of commission a little. I just kind of hung out and watched till. I just sat there and watched TV, you know what I mean? Because I couldn't move. <laughs> and so usually my whole life up to that point, I would have just sat there, watched TV, and then just gone to bed. 
I wouldn't even thought about it. But as soon as I went into that yoga room and I started trying to do my, you know, my stretches and stuff, uh, I realized how uncomfortable I was. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is that this is kind of like this holistic way of thinking that just because something's not burning calories doesn't mean it's not going to help you lose weight. You see? So maybe going for walks every day for 15 minutes, maybe you're not burning a lot of calories, but maybe it's boosting your self-esteem. Maybe you feel proud of yourself because this is the first thing you stuck with for a month in a row or two, three months in a row. Okay. And that feeling of feeling proud of yourself and feeling consistent turns into a belief that, well, I could change my eating. I could maintain this. I could do this. Okay. So there's a lot of subtle ways. So I want you to think about that. Which, which activity, which way of, of moving your body can help you eat better in subtle ways as well. Okay. What fits into your life? Okay. So, so again, we all have different situations. And if you, um, I'll give you an example. A lot of people I work with, they want to go to the gym or they say they do, but they don't want to go to the gym because when they go to the gym, they feel uncomfortable, right? They feel like people are watching them. It's all young people working out and they don't, they don't feel good. Okay. So should we just say, ah, forget it. You just keep going anyways, I guess. Sure. But the other, you do have other alternatives. (laughs) Maybe you don't want to do that. And so look for another alternative where you're more comfortable, Right? So I think that's why it curves. Um, I don't know if they're still around, but but that style where it was kind of for just for women, it was just a simple exercise routine. Uh, you know, people felt more comfortable there. Okay, so recognize there's different factors that uh, you know that are influencing how motivated you are to do these these activities or these exercises, and what fits into your life. If going to a gym feels like like an hour of, that it's going to take you to do there feels like absolutely like miserable to you, then Instead of fighting against that, use that energy to figure out something that would work better. You know, get some home-based, you know, build a, you know, get some dumbbells you can use at home or, or get some equipment that you can use at home and, again, avoid the drive of the gym. You understand? So what I'm saying is build this, build your strategy around who you are, okay? Don't take someone else's word as, oh, that's what you have to do, okay? The only plan that works is the one that you want to do and the one that you're going to do, um, which increases the connection to your body. Again, that's what I was just talking about with the yoga, um, and again, you know, a lot of times if you're dreading, if you're dreading, that's always kind of a litmus test for me now. But, you know, a lot of times, what, no pain, no gain, right? That, that's a way of looking at, that's a strategy. You know what I mean? No pain, no gain. I'm not saying it doesn't work for some people because it clearly does, but it does not work for everyone. And if it doesn't work for you, I don't want you to feel bad about it, okay? Just say, that's not for me. No pain, I'm not going to do it. You know, so I want to find, you know, no pain is what I'm looking for. You know, no pain, no gain can go both ways. Um, you know, no pain and uh, no, no gain in weight, you know. So it's like we want to make sure that what we're doing is connecting to our body so that we can be more aware um, of how we feel. And again, things that, that make me think of that, like hiking, dancing, yoga, um, and there's a lot of other ones too. But those are things where you're, you're, you're in your body, you're flowing martial arts, you know. And you're more connected to your body and how you feel. And that absolutely is going to help you lose weight because you're going to start to realize that when you eat certain ways, some things give you energy and make you feel good. And some things that you eat make you feel kind of lethargic, tired, and and not good. Okay. And so the more aware, the, the stronger that connection is between your brain, your awareness, and your body, the better your eating is naturally going to get. You're naturally going to want to eat better. Okay. And so, so finally, the, the final question here is, what kind of lifestyle gives me the best quality of life? 
Okay, and so this is what I'm asking. I'm asking you, and um, for a lot of people, again, it's it's a ramping up phase. So wherever you're at, it's kind of ramping it up ten percent. It's not all of a sudden, you know, the hundred percent. I know it feels good in the first because you feel like you're going to get fast results, but you've got to look at yourself. What has your history been? Right? Have you gotten excited, done it for a little while, and then it's faded away and you've stopped? Because if that's the case, it may be time to try something different and start thinking longer term. You know, what would have been the effect if you'd started a year ago being more active with one of these strategies we talked about? What would have been the effect if you started an exercise program in a basic, simple way for maybe like 10 minutes and kept that up for the year? Okay, thinking in a year is, is a, helpful, a helpful question. But which lifestyle is going to give you the best quality of life? Right? What makes you happy? Every minute matters. Okay, and so how can you squeeze the most enjoyment out of every minute in, in terms of your activity? And again, for some people, exercising and pushing themselves and building up muscle does that, okay? But that's not the only way. I think we're, you know what I mean? When it comes to exercising for weight loss, it's like it's always that personal trainer with the perfect body who loves exercising, it seems, right? So what do the rest of us do that hate exercising? You know, there's, there's a whole world out there for you, okay? There's a whole world of options that aren't that traditional exercise model. Okay. And so um, think about that. What lifestyle gives you the best quality of life? What makes you happy? What do you look forward to? What can't you wait to do? And again, like, like dancing for it keeps popping in my head because you keep improving. Same with yoga. You know, it's the same with lots of things. The, the improvement, that, that's an aspect of feeling good about yourself and making these changes last, making them happen. Okay. So I hope this helps you out. Okay. Think about this. Give this some thought because once you come up with it, you know, for me, it was really yoga. And so when I, and I stumbled upon, I just, I was very, very lucky. Uh, back then, you know, this was, geez, 25 years ago, there really weren't any yoga studios. So I remember I got a book. It was, it was Hittleman 28 day yoga plan. And, uh, it was, it was extra funny because I was a 20 year old guy, you know what I mean? Like, and it was this book with like the, this kind of 70s housewife in it and I would follow along with, with her in this book but um I, again I was just very very lucky because it was the first time in my life I was connecting my my brain and my mindfulness to my body connected to my body how do I feel my energy levels my, my, my muscles uh you know how, how foods are making me feel my energy levels my mindset and so for you what things maybe you, you've wanted to dance maybe you've wanted to learn a martial art maybe you wanted to take up golfing maybe there's some hobby that you've wanted to learn that is also an activity. That's kind of like that sweet spot, I think, when it comes to these, because th- there's multiple things you're getting out of it. It's not just a physical thing. It's a mental, emotional, and physical thing. Okay, I think that's the secret. So take some time and think about this, because once you find, I mean, really, even just one thing, it can be absolutely life-changing, and especially if it's a lifelong habit. You know, I know, for me, I know I can do my yoga routine for the rest of my life. You know, you tell me, I'm 150 years old, I'll still be able to do this yoga routine. Okay. And that gives me a sense of confidence, um, with my body, and with my health. Okay. Because I know I'm going to be able to maintain this forever. And that's a confidence that I want you to have. Okay. So take some time and think about this and have a great day. And remember, nothing tastes as good as thin and healthy feels. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Program Yourself Thin podcast with Jim Kitsoulis. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and make sure to head over to programyourselfthin.com to sign up for free tools to help you lose weight. And remember to subscribe to get notified about upcoming episodes.